Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Hugh, thank you very much for that. Now, tomorrow is the second anniversary of the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And to mark the date, people all over the world will be holding demonstrations and events to show solidarity with Ukrainians. Meanwhile, today, US President Joe Biden has announced that Washington will issue more than 500 new sanctions targeting Russia as the US seeks to increase pressure on Moscow. To discuss the ongoing war in Ukraine and the two-year anniversary, we're joined now by Kira Rudik, who's member of the Ukrainian Parliament and leader of the Golos political party. And you're welcome, Kira, as always, to the programme today. Um, when the invasion began of Ukraine uh, in February 2022, I remember we were speaking to some analysts at the time at the, when, when the invasion began, predicting it might take as, as little as three days for Russian forces to capture the city of uh, Kiev. Instead, your country is entering a third year of war. How do you reflect on the, on the last two years of conflict? Hello, thank you so much for having me back on the show. Well, well, first of all, we are still here. And uh, as you said, it is uh, not something that too many people believed in two years ago. And I keep saying that there are two major reasons for us continue surviving. The first reason is brave men and women of Ukraine who are fighting at the front. But the second reason is brave men and women of the free world who are standing with us, who are supporting us. And by the way, I hope they will be on the streets joining the demonstrations to support us once more and to pressure the governments to do the right thing, to give us more weapons so we would not be fighting the enemy empty-handed. What is it like now at the moment for people living in Ukraine on a day-to-day basis? What is life like? Or, Or does it very much depend on what part of Ukraine you're in? Well, there is one thing that is similar to all the cities of Ukraine, no matter how close to the front line you are, is most of the mornings you wake up of the sounds of air raid siren and you have rush to the bomb shelter because uh, there is no guarantee that your home will not be hit by the missile. And this threat continues as Russia and Iran and North Korea continue to produce missiles and they're sending it our way. One and a half months ago, there was a barrage missile attack on Kiev, and uh, the missile hit nearby uh, the home that I live in. And I was inside, and um, I have seen my windows being pulled out of their frames and thrown into the middle of the rooms. I have seen the shattered glass everywhere and the smoke and the fires. And it honestly, it felt like Armageddon. It was one of the most traumatic experiences of this war for me personally. And, you know, the worst thing about it is that you, as a human being, you can try to do many things, but there is absolutely nothing that you can do against the huge piece of metal that is coming from the sky to kill you and everything that you loved and worked for. And it is terrifying. And this is why when we are pledging for more air defense systems, it is not because we want them or like them. It's because it's a matter of life or death for us. And then if you survive, uh, then you go to a bomb shelter and so many kids right now have to study in the bomb shelters and spend um, many of their days there. And then you rely on your phone because there are so many people that you love and care for who are fighting at the front and whose life is, is in a constant danger. 
And there are so many funerals of people that you personally knew and loved that you have to go to and just ask yourself of what else can I do as a person, as a human being to help my country to win this war? And and what do you think about the prospect of, of Ukraine winning this war at this point, Kira? I did hear some analysts over the last couple of days say that Russia really does have its wind at its back. Um, now the Russian soldiers believe they're on um, on a path to victory. Well, our plan did not change. We plan and need and hope to win this war because, first of all, we didn't do anything wrong. We are a sovereign state that was always sovereign state with the borders that have been agreed by uh, the whole world. We were attacked by the aggressor and we uh, intend to fight back. And this is what we have been doing for a long time now. The question is rather to the democratic world, to the West. Is it the plan that it's to, con to keep continuing and support Ukraine in fighting? Or can we switch it to helping us win the war? Because we have the boots on the ground. We have our resources and they are all dedicated to our survival. And we, did again, did not change uh, our intentions. However, the question is, is the West uh, able to support us in this victory? Um, would the Western allies keep their promises? Uh, in terms of uh, supplying us with weapons and missiles and everything that we need. Because the, uh, because U.S. President Biden said that uh, they will stand with us for as long as it takes. However, what we see right now that for four months, the support bill has been stuck in the Congress. And what we see that our European partners are um, making political promises. However, the ammunitions are not coming at the pace that that was intended to. However, in this same time, Russia and Iran and North Korea are working 24-7, uh, producing more and more weapons and missiles. And I think all of you have like seen or read in Putin's interview, and I think the outcome of it is this man would not stop unless he stopped. Okay. And I think we are not talking enough about what would happen if we lose the war, because Putin will not stop in Ukraine. And we already know that and we see that. So okay. let us stop him now and win the war while uh, he's only attacking us. All right, we'll leave it there for this evening. Thank you for joining us, Ukrainian MP Kira Rudik. Thank you.